Welcome to Rooting for Love with Ty and Jasmine, the dope podcast by couplepreneurs Ty and Jasmine. These two, juggling parenthood and hustling in life and business, bring you discussions on love with a blend of playful vibes and grown-up wisdom. Check it out as we dig into the layers of modern romance, vibing with some cool guests sharing diverse perspectives. Whether you're all about love, searching for insight, or just looking for a spot to drop your stories and get advice, join this dynamic duo for a ride through the highs and lows of love, full of laughs and real talk. All right, all right, all right. Um, We are back again. This is the Rooting for Love podcast with Ty and Jazz. Jasmine, how are you? You doing all right? I'm okay. Oh, so we're starting New Year off like that, huh? Just like that. So listen, listen. So this is 2024. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We, we've, we've, we've had family over. We've had a great time. Uh, we've had some interesting times. Uh, what, what, what updates do we have? Um, I mean, we've had, we've been busy. There's been uh, kids everywhere. We had a full house. Uh, made it through New Year's, made it through Christmas. And um, yeah. Like we are surviving, yeah, and thriving. Yeah, we're surviving and thriving. Like life is lifing. Right, is that new thing? Yeah, that's life last year. Is, life is lifing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, updates. Yeah. So we we had a a good meeting today on the business side of things. Oh, we did. Yeah. And then we're looking for. So real quick, let's just jump. Like, so what are you looking forward to in twenty twenty four? 2024, I'm looking into bringing in a substantial amount of revenue. Okay. For 2024, I am looking forward to bringing in a substantial amount of revenue. <laughs> How interesting is that? What a coinky day. Yeah. And then hopefully this year, um, besides the proposal that my husband never did, I think we did discuss that, right? Yeah. You never got on any. Not even sure what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we would like to take uh, somewhat of a honeymoon. I'm going to call this the, the moon one because um, we're going to go in phases. Yeah. And <laughs> this will be <laughs> this will be our first first phase. First yeah, phase. I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. I think that'll be cool. No, we definitely need a vacay. Yeah. All right. Well, um for those listening, this is gonna be a little different, right? A little different. So usually, you know, for those who've been listening, you know, it's Jazz and I. But guess what? We actually have a guest on this episode. And not just anybody. This isn't just like any guest, mm. right? I mean, this this is a guest of the guest of the guest. Yeah, I'm talking about like listen, guests. listen. <laughs> the stories that I've heard about this person that we're going to introduce here shortly. The actions that you have seen from this person, man, tell it, tell it. I can't even because can't even. there are just too many stories. Uh, there are too many uh, crazy moments. There uh-huh. are too many funny moments. Too many embarrassing moments. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna say. She, oh, look, I already gave it away. Oh, you look see, what's that? What's that called? She is full of life. Y'all, do y'all hear this child in the background? We nah, can't they, do nothing. Nah, can't, we can't nothing. do like. There like, is no child in the background. We can't do nothing around here. We got children on top of children. So, oh, wait, no. Yeah, we don't that, have that children? That sound that, <laughs> we we do not have, have children on top of children. We don't have children. Okay? Okay? <laughs> we don't do that or condone that. But we got a lot of kids, y'all. And like we told y'all from the beginning of this podcast, we try to make it go off with a hitch, but you're going to hear a lot of glitch. So yeah. Yeah, we're, not, we're not hiding anything. We're not. Even we're if not. it's the children on top we're of We're raw. Children. Oh, what was, the, what was the thing that we heard today on the radio? We were like, um, <laughs> about the, the woman that uh, she was complaining that parents were ghosting her. Oh, oh, yeah, the lady. So we were listening to the radio, yeah, and the lady was talking about the challenges of, of PTA. PTA. She was PTA, saying, you know, the, which I would never. The radio join, host to, was but... talking about the, the the challenges of like the how you view yourself as a parent, yeah. versus versus the type of parent you really are. So she was and like, that was me to the D. <laughs> I'm the parent. I'm the parent that'll sign up for all the volunteers, and when the day comes, I'm like, ooh, no. Like <laughs> but at least I. Acknowledge, like I will let them know. Well, so, so I won't like ghost them one thing totally, about well, so, I do have to show my face again at the school. Yeah, so you don't you don't ghost. So they, <clears> what they were saying was that there was a woman speaking. She works at a school. She's part of the PTA group. Mm-hmm. And what she was saying is a lot of parents they'll sign up, and what makes it difficult is 
they'll even sign up to volunteer for a specific event, and on the day of, they just won't show up. Yeah, the lady now, was now like, "Now, Jazz will just be like, look, I can't make it, and give them heads up so they can have time to find." I would rather else. buy something and bring it than volunteer and be yeah. around those kids. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm that parent. Yeah. So the host was like, "Yeah, you know how it is. You know how." As a parent, you have like you have a vision in your mind of the type of parent you want to be. Yeah, yeah. So you sign up with the intent of being that parent that's yeah. involved, and then when it's actually time to show up, you're, you're like, like oh, I don't think so. No, no, I don't no, think so. No. Um, the, the 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 way I envision being a parent is on my Pinterest board. Like I'm not gonna go out there and actually be that parent, yeah. but I will visualize at one and two a.m. when all the kids are sleeping and it they're cute. I'll be like, oh, yeah, maybe I would wear this and they could wear this or we can do this and that on my Pinterest board. Yeah. But then they wake up and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know, one can dream. <laughs> right? You have to have a vision and aspirations. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> so I want to I want to go ahead and, and bring on. Yeah, on no, let's bring on the guests you know. and let's get into these. Uh, we got some really good topics today. Yeah. Um, so can I have want, can wanna, I have the mic like you're not even sharing? I'm with sorry, me. Wanna, look, look at my husband not even sharing the mic with me. Yeah, she can. You want to hold? I the thought clip? what's 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 yours is mine. Really? I, yeah. I, I can't tell. <laughs> I, I didn't. I can't tell. I don't even. Mine isn't even mine. You yeah, exactly. I mean? It's all mine. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Let's go. Well, you you can go ahead and introduce the guest. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> bringing. To the stage, the one oh, out of Westside. Oh no, we don't give government locations. I just hey, said, I just said West. Oh, I said with Westside. How many times? I just said Westside. Oh I just said Westside. Yeah, my husband don't listen. And I'm just like, Look, does Westside really give anything away? Westside story. I mean, what if West she didn't want to know that she was from the Westside? You side? said she. Okay. Oh, she, I did See say what I'm she. Saying? But how you know? They didn't want to use a pronoun. Okay, you're right. And you know then in this saying? day and age, everything is sensitive. Oh, I mean, not know. sensitive. It is political. Mm, I'm, I'm not going to have any right terms for that. From the West Side. <laughs> actress. Oh. Singer. Ooh. Entertainer. Ooh. Performer. Okay. Choreographer. Is that is that how they do it? If I, I say that's okay. that Cardi B okay. stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to be cool, you know. Monas <laughs> Salvador. <laughs> if you want to see the spelling, you gotta, you gotta look her up. Yeah, you have to look Person up. Person of interest right here. So, Monas, you know, how are you doing? We've been drinking. Oh, we didn't tell them. Well, yeah. okay, so okay. we got a. Um, and I don't, well, Manaz was drinking something else. And I told her, oh. don't drink the whole bottle because oh. I want some. Oh. But I'm currently drinking, y'all, watch out, don't faint, a hottie toddy. That means I'm not drinking wine right now. Though I did have a couple glasses before this hottie toddy, I am not drinking wine right now. And I do apologize because we do drink wine or beer. We encourage podcast. you to share with us in a drink or two. Yes. However many you drink while we do this podcast, while you listen. Right. So I have red wine, you know, because I kind of stick to what we was going to stick to. <laughs> but it's something else in there with it. I'm not going to say. Mm. Give it a little spice. Fireball. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we have Minaj. <laughs> well, so Minaj, so what, tell what them what on? you're drinking and introduce yourself. Yes. So what I'm drinking is a multiple concoction because I have to represent my Papa Don't Preach, my sister, and my new brother, and la 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 are good for the hood because okay. when you're going into the new year, mm. you have to be all the way here, <laughs> I like which that. we none of us were. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But because this is a new year, we got to do something different, right? Yeah. So I think with my concoction, I'm bringing it in like I'm supposed to be friend. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But I want to say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, you on the wrong show. <laughs> Clearly. And I 
love you, Jehovah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. I have to like really say everything to everybody. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I guess that's and fair. I love that I am being introduced by the most grand rising people in my life right oh, now. Shay. Oh, we get some snaps, blow some cinnamon. <laughs> Dad said when we blew cinnamon in the house, he's like, what kind of rice? Suspicious activity <laughs> with that. <laughs> Very but, uh, superstitious. I, right. I am honored to be here and be a part of this podcast. And I want to be able to be available to everybody to ask me any questions after and during mm. in this presence of minds so that we can continue on in 2024. Mm. Dang, we in 2024, Just y'all. Like We're that. in 2024, y'all. And I want to say happy, you know what? We didn't even do a toast. We didn't do we any have blessings. Not. Right. You we know what that means? We haven't even started well, off this Well, we did blow the cinnamon. We were supposed to do a manifestation boil with the kids. Yes. Uh, I'm still waiting on my bay leaves, babe. Um, but we usually do like our a boil. Yeah. That's what we do. We do the bay leaves. Burn them. Uh, burn them. Do em. the whole uh, uh, juice or with the lavender tea, cinnamon, oranges. And then uh, we put what we want to manifest in the new year. And let me tell you this. Uh-oh. This is the year of 2024. Yes. My life path number is eight. But wait, can I do the numbers real quick? Okay. So if we do two plus zero, it's what? Four. Oh, sorry, two. Yes. Two, my bad. <laughs> I, my bad. It's two. I promise y'all who's right. a college graduate. All right, that's okay. Okay. Okay, two plus plus. Zeros two that's my life path number. Not only, wait, I know you told me six, but my number is four. Mm, okay. So generally speaking, okay, we're going to talk about how this year is going to be the best year ever made because okay, these are our two numbers okay. that are going to resignate with the whole year. And we're going to have some things to talk about. Right. Now, nah, four is good because two plus four. two is four. Right? Yes. And then you got the four. All right. I'm a numbers girl, y'all. So if you want to know about me and if you want to like look me up and ask me some questions, I can do your numbers for you. Yeah. But four okay. is my number and we did that. Well, so so, awesome. so while we're on there, I mean, tell yes. us a little bit about you. Like, like who, who are, are you? you? What do you do? Like, let us just kind of let the audience and listeners know who is Manas Salvador. Okay. So Manas stands for Beautiful Moon. Okay. I have two of me living right now. You have a clone? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do. My niece is also named Manaz, and I love that baby so much, and I, I hope that one day we can put her on this podcast so she can tell you her story, but I have to be announced to say this right now because this is something that I have really been thinking about even in the beginning of this year is that I am so proud of my sister and her husband, but I'm more proud about the fact that I have a namesake in this world and that my namesake and my daughter, Princess, that's also named after my sister that's also a part of this podcast because her name is Princess Jasmine. And we did that, y'all. But I want to say that this is the first year that we've had them together for this long, together, 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 mm. with ourselves mm. and been able to bond, yeah, perfectively, yeah, with our family. And you know, I'm a crier. 
I'm sensitive. I'm a cancer. Oh. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Cancer we can get into that too. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going through a healing process. I'm I am also a sensitive soul, but I'm also yet a very intuitive person. So what I came across this year starting was that one of the things that I'm going to start doing is making sure that everybody is going to win. Mm, I like that. I like snap, that. Snap, snaps. All I do is snap. win, 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 no matter what. Yeah. So I'm a, I, I've done a lot of things. Um, I'm continuing to do a lot of things. I've been told that I shouldn't be doing a lot of things, but my 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 life path right now is for this year is to manifest um, a little bit more into my acting. Okay. And to do more into the soundtrack background mm. of the film industry. Okay. 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 Now that's interesting. Yeah. Yes. Now that doesn't get talked about often. Yeah. So, so, so let, real quick, so if you don't mind, okay. let me ask you this. Yes. I do have you so, guys on a timer. So, <laughs> you already know, uh, yeah, I know. You so, already know me. So as, as far as, as far as acting <laughs> goes, do you have like certain types of roles you prefer? Like, are, uh, are you, um, do you, are, are you only seeking certain types of roles? Like as an actress, like kind of how, how do you kind of operate as, as actually like you go for certain types of roles, what kind of roles have you played? What roles do you enjoy? And then I, I want to hear a little more about the background piece too. That's different. So the type of roles that I have done is, um, the mystique roles. Okay. I played a vampire. Okay. I have played a gypsy. Okay. Um, I played a auntie. All right. Which my, wait, 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 let's talk about that. My niece looked older than me in the film, so yeah. that we we don't want to talk about that. But okay, that's all right. We gonna work with that. But and then you asked me what roles that I'm looking to seek to do. I want to play a twin. Oh, okay. I do. I want to play a disabled person. Okay. Um, because I'm, I'm really connected to that. Um, I'm also a life coach, so I do, um, work with dual diagnosis patients. Okay. So I'm really, um, geared towards working with playing that role to make people really understand what that looks like in the disabled situational. Mm. Um, and I think that, um, for me, it's going to be so connecting and so, potential for people to understand what that looks like and I know that I can play that to an extent of everybody really being very sensitive to those certain situations that's going on in the world right now because we we're having more of those come out okay you know what I mean is there like a a specific or certain type of disability that you would like to portray to kind of help, kind of help people kind of connect and have more empathy about what people that are disabled go through. I think so. I think like for me, the most challenging part of that is a um, paralysis. Okay. Yeah, that would. Because that's challenging. That is. And I really want to work the most challenging part of the disabled community that I can. And I think that will be very challenging for me, or even blind, okay, or deaf, okay, um, because I have not one, and and this is another part of me that I want the audience to know too is that um, I've been in a lot of domestic violence situations, so I am half deaf in one ear. Mm-hmm. So my challenge is to specifically watch people in their mouths and what they're saying to me, especially if I can't hear them specifically in a certain audible way that I have to look at them to understand what they're saying. I think even in my family, I don't, I don't think that they understand that that's what I go through in my situation. And so a lot of people get a little irritated by me when I ask them, can you say it again? Mm. Huh? Mm. You know, that kind of thing. And they're like, for real? I just said it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) 
but I mean, that's something that I really want people to understand is that like, that's one of the things that is really a disability, but it's not at the same time, because I think people don't take that really um, serious, mm -hmm. but that's one of the roles. So, um, I, and I also want to play a, um, a hit person. Oh, you want to take some people out. I want to take some people out. You want to, you want to, you want to, yeah, swords and some things. Like, I really want to, um, and I've been doing some training. Um, for that purpose, like I'm, I really, I look up to Holly Berry for her, um, I think it was, uh, John Wick. Oh, yeah. I one? think it was number three with okay, the dogs. Okay, 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 I haven't seen Yeah, it. Okay. yeah, 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 I, I really want to. John Wick's a bad boy. Yeah, he's a so bad look, boy, so right? Look, right? With the yeah. hitman role, would you want to be like, like a government hitman or like one, like a, like a street thug kind of hitman? No, no, I want to do like government. Like government, espionage. Like CS, Damn. CIA, yeah. like, you know, like. Over and beyond, <laughs> gotta be cool. You know, SWAT team. Okay, okay so okay. so so my background also is what I really wanted to be when I wanted to grow up, and I still want to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be either a SWAT a SWAT person, mm. um, and or an undercover okay. agent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In too deep. Yes. In yes, too deep. Yes. Yes. That's interesting, right? What what role would you want to play, Jazz? If you was at like, what what would be like your dream role or kind of a uh, kind of character you want to play in a movie? Um, catch me on Clueless, Mean Girls. That's all. <laughs> 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 I have an obsession with I think high school. For real? You see me? You know my guilty pleasure. Yeah. I'm like, who got murdered in high school? <laughs> That's I'm watching that documentary. Like all of that. So yeah. Uh yeah, and maybe it's maybe it's therapy. Maybe I want to redo my high school. <laughs> I want to be that mean girl. I want to be the cheerleader. I yeah. want to be like, bring it on, all that stuff. That would, yeah. that would probably be my yeah. ideal role. Honestly, I'm gonna lie. I have no shame. Yeah, no I, shame. I, I have to say, I think I, I would probably want to join Manaz and be like a spy. Mm. I want to be the, like covert operation. Yeah, you know the one dude that you know what. Lupin, like I would want to oh, do something like that. Oh, that's our show. I want to do something like that. Lupin, yeah. <laughs> Lupin. If, and if you, you don't know like what that, that is, if you don't know what Lupin, Lupin. is, you know, if you yes. got Netflix, go on oh, Netflix. Man. It's L U P I N. Is, They're not paying us, but I tell you, that's a good show. Yeah, that, I would want to do something like that. We were that. hooked from day one with yeah. that. Like a con man, like, like real yeah. kind of like, yeah, yeah. That, I think that'd be the role I want to play. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yep. I love it. And it, and uh, run out of time. We well, no. I'm saying okay. let's let's hop into oh some of the conversation. Yeah, let's. Right. Well, I do. Okay. How do, how do you well, let's 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 transition. Into, can I have a mic first I'm of sorry, all? Here you, go. you can have. Hey, Y'all, we're short a mic, and my husband's like. I'm hogging yeah, it. He's hogging yes. it. Yes. Um. So let's let's transition into the whole relationship stuff. Okay. How do you handle? Well, first of all, are you single? Are you married? What's are your you situational? What what what's going on? We got a lot of situation. No. <laughs> and you know, I love these babies right here because they just said my word, you know, my uh -huh. dictionary is coming out next year. So look it up. It's coming out. That's one of my words. I love it. So my situational is okay. I'm doing my six months and I do believe in the six months. I do believe in when you get out of a relationship that you should totally heal do your shadowing work, do your healing and figure out what went wrong. What did you have in that whole experience that was maybe your fault, their fault, all the faults, but not just take responsibility for that person, but take responsibility for yourself and accountability for what you might have had in that situation and take time for yourself and love on yourself. And be with yourself, you know, because one thing that I've learned is if you don't love you, you can't love somebody else. And I think that that's what I've done throughout my whole career of love and understanding is that I did not love myself and I tried to love somebody else with that same kind of non-love. That's okay. That's mm -hmm. big. That's yeah, big. Absolutely. Yeah, that's whew, Okay. 
Yes. So I'm I'm right now, guys, I am single, I'm abstinent, and I'm doing my six months, and I am learning who I really am, what I, you know, journey through in my life, and I'm learning about the experiences that I have elected to be a part of, mm-hmm. and also that I was non-elected to be a part of, mm-hmm. if that makes any kind of sense. Yep. So so what month are you in the six months? So I'm in a third month. All right. So y'all have three more months. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Get your get your DM right. Uh, month three at about uh, twelve AM. So, so let me ask you this, um, since, since you've kind of been on this kind of like, I guess, like in this, this self-evaluation phase and loving yourself, kind of looking at, um, you know, maybe how the past relationship didn't work out, what went wrong, things like, what would you say is the, is the biggest thing you've learned from the, the at least the, maybe the last relationship? What's the biggest takeaway from that? Is that I need to stop blaming everybody else. And I need to take accountability for maybe some things that I have not dealt with because I've always been in a relationship. Okay. And I've never dealt with me. Okay. I've never sat down with me. I've never taken me out. Mm -hmm. I've never loved me. I've never celebrated my birthday. Mm -hmm. I've always always waited for people to celebrate my birthday. Mm -hmm. I've always, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I've always waited for people to give me Christmas gifts. I've never given myself a gift. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's serious. You just hope y'all picking that up. Uh, Yes. So what I'm saying is to say this, you guys, is that we have to include ourselves with everybody else, including ourselves, when we're not including ourselves. Because we are most important to each other um, before another person is including us. Mm. And I just have to leave it like that because no. that's a lot of, to process. No, that is. Yeah, that's, no, that's very well said, good though. advice. Not yeah. really. And that's true. That's true. Very true. All right. So we got a few topics. Hmm. I don't even know which one we should jump into. I'm just going to say how to date after divorce. And that applies to kind of all of us right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That applies to all of us. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and after COVID, I mean, how many people you got divorced ooh, during COVID? I know, right? There's a lot of people that can relate to this right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, how do you get I back mean, in? Even if you COVID factor in COVID, daters, you know. Ooh, that's bad for them. Like, I have no, like, would not want to be in your place. But anyways, what is your perspective? How do you successfully date after going through a divorce? One, again, you have to do your six months. Mm-hmm. You have to do your healing. You have to go to therapy. I'm a big winner of therapy. I'm a big promoter of therapy. Um, and I'm a, I'm a big promoter of group sessions to hear other people's perspectives. Okay. Mm. All right. Because we don't always think or we don't always know when we're right to be wrong. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Mm. Because sometimes when we think that we know everything, mm-hmm. we might know just one thing. Mm. But somebody else may put us on on something else that would be like, wow, aha. Yeah. Aha. So, so yeah. what would you, you know what I mean? What would you say to somebody like who may be considering therapy, but they're like, mm, I don't want anybody else in my business. Like, mm. I, I don't I don't want to do a group like even though so you're saying yeah. a group session could be beneficial. What advice might you give somebody that's like, well, nah, I don't really want nobody else in my business. I just want to tell, you know, the therapist or whatever. So um, one thing about therapy, if you're doing it confidentially and you're doing it with one therapist, mm-hmm. is that 
that is one of the laws of therapy is that confidentiality laws Mm -hmm. are put in place. So there's nothing that they can say or do Mm -hmm. in your behalf unless you're trying to hurt yourself or somebody else that comes into play with helping yourself heal through that moment. Okay. So I am, again, if you find somebody that is a great mesh with what you're saying and what's going on in your life mm-hmm. that can help you through that moment and through that situation to get you in on the right track yeah. back to yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want to say too. When I was going through my um, situation, I lost me. Mm-hmm. And that's huge to lose yourself. Yeah. And to not even know who you are or even to know who you are to your children. Okay. So when you start losing who you are and, you know, like even suppressing your creativity. Wow. I stopped doing everything in my life that was great to me, Mm. that was important to me Mm. because of what I was going through. And I had nobody nobody to help me through that. And I almost thought that I would not be able to come back from it. And I've gotten so many successes after that and behind it Mm -hmm. because of the people that were there for me in that little bit of time to just get me back up and to raise me from that grass Mm -hmm. of misunderstanding that I was able to be able to be who I was again. Okay. And that's big. That's big. Now, that's really big. That's really big. Um, Because I think that, you know, I feel like, you know, first off, I think it's a challenge getting people just to see the value in therapy, the benefits of it, how it can help them. And um, I think that, you know, something that that you just shared, that's that's really important is I quote unquote soulmate a couple of months ago. I'm a hundred percent attracted to him. I'm willing to risk it all. He even told me he wants to marry me. Our friendship is platonic, but I have considered crossing the line. This friend is more of my type physically. He's funny and we're always laughing. My husband is not so funny <laughs> and actually quite robotic. Sorry, Dang. I shouldn't even be laughing. Yeah, sure, yes. But my husband is great in bed and loves me unconditionally, so I'm confused. Any advice will help. Either talk some sense into me or tell me otherwise. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So hold on, wait, real quick, real quick. Hold on, I need, I need clarity. Yeah. All right, so just so I'm clear. So yes. she's married. She is married. Has a husband. Yes, she is. And then she has a, a platonic friend. Quote, unquote. All right. Soulmates. Okay, yeah. so that that right there kind of so, yeah. and just so I'm clear, what what she's saying is, with the platonic friend, she's more what physically attracted. Yes, and and he's funny and makes her laugh. Yes, so that kind of gets to, her husband. On the other hand, is just great in bed. He's good in bed, <laughs> but he's kind of robotic, maybe very routine, predictable, and maybe I'm assuming these yeah. things. And maybe for her, that's not Fun. it. All right, so so the first thing. I would I would kind of ask her is why did you marry your husband? Mm. All right, was it was it strictly for what was going on in the bedroom? Like was that the foundation of your relationship and you decided to marry him? Were there not other men who were more physically attractive and funny than your husband while you were dating him? Mm. So what's more important to you? So for me, I think if I was talking to I'm assuming it was this woman I would ask her that first. What was it that made you decide to marry your husband? I would need to know how long have they been married. Okay. Because is this a relationship gone stale? Mm. Um, Is it, you know, he's not funny and because y'all like ran out of stuff to talk with, I talk about, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens. That was happens. there ever any laughter? Mm, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Did it fizzle out? Okay. So... I'm with you. I have questions. But now is it about you? 
So I will say that I have been in a situation kind of similar and my thing would be definitely similar to what Ty was saying is why did you get into this situation originally and how long did you guys date for you to find out about these things that were so robotic and just sex in the bed. Mm -hmm. Because when we're thinking about those two situationals, we have to understand that the overall situational, and this is what I have come to find out in my healing process, is that it's not all about just the... Um, huh, the intimate process. Like the bedroom. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a whole bigger picture. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I didn't know that, Ty. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that, Jazz. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, literally, I was going well, off of 17 inches yeah. and more yeah. and all these other things. But think about yeah. it. All of, that can be, you know, all of that can be lost, right? Physical can be lost. Physical intimacy can be lost. So you really got to marry somebody who you can get through those tough times with that'll be there for you that got your back and understand that like you know sex may be great now but that doesn't mean it's consistently going to be great there's gonna be you know there's might be health issues there might be um you know they might turn into yes i'm not gonna say it but you know they just might not be capable of a lot of stuff and marriage is not a I want to have sex with you type of thing. If that's the case, be single. Yeah. But it's more of a partnership through life, right? And somebody that pretty much has your back throughout life that you know is always going to be there for you. Um, and I'm not even going to knock it. Like, I I think that might be why some people have open marriages, right? Because they know that, like, they, I don't know, intimacy fizzles out. They might want to try new things or whatever. But they're always wanting to keep that partnership. I'm not saying I agree with the babe. <laughs> but I'm saying that, like, I can't knock the way somebody views marriage because there's so many dynamics to it. And there's so many needs that people have. And I think the ones that have the open marriages are, are honest with their needs. And that shouldn't be knocked down. Or those in polygamy relationships, they're honest with their needs, right? And their lifestyle shouldn't be knocked down. Um, so yeah, I just, marriage, yeah. marriage could be anything and it's, it never was the propaganda that has been pushed on us. Yeah. I see. I, I, I agree with that. Cause I feel like, I think one of the reasons why a lot of people are scared of marriage is because they don't, they're not aware, maybe they've been conditioned to believe that they can't define it. Like you can define the way you want your marriage to go. Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed to open. I'm mm -hmm. not opposed to political. I just, for me, we just got to be clear up front. Yeah. So while we're dating, whatever the case may be, rules. like if, if, if you believe in open, mm -hmm. cool, let's talk about yeah. it. How's it going to work if we're going to do it? Yeah. If it's polygamy, how's it? Because for me, my whole thing is if I'm going to get into a committed relationship, I want to understand what, what we've agreed upon, how is it going to operate? Because what I don't want to happen is if, if we've agreed to live this type of lifestyle, mm -hmm. And we get in, and we get into it, yeah. and now you start going against the grain. You breaking yeah. the rules, like oh, yeah. Now we said we were going to do it like this. Mm -hmm. You're doing it, and and, yeah. and and that's where the risk comes in. But were me and you talking about how we how we were saying that like um, divorces should be free, right? And it should be like every five years you can renew your contract. Was that me and you? That was not. Oh, okay. That's a, so, that'd be a dope conversation. But but I'm saying like okay because people think that the person that they made from day one is going to be the person that is really going to be that same person from day two, right? And so on and so on. Mm -hmm. But that's not true because we are human. We evolve. That's who we are. That's our natural state. We're never going to be the same person you marry on day one. Nope. Or vice versa, Or the right? person you date on day right. one. So I think that it would be a good idea to have a marriage renewal every five years. 
right? Do I want to stay in this contract? Yo, Do here's, I here's want? A chance, <laughs> here's a chance to break away scot free, <laughs> right. right? Because the thing is, I, and, and I know Manaz wants to speak. I, oh, sorry, no, no, speak, no, 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 girl. no, no, you no, 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 but, no, yeah, but I, what I was gonna say is this. So I, I think that, like, for what she's dealing with, to kind of get back to what she's asking, it's in in in, in general. I don't believe that a a long term relationship and the value it shouldn't it, me personally it should not be based on the physical like so if you're if the foundation of your relate is how good the sex was you already gonna fail right you already set up for failure yeah now is that a part of it yes but if that's if you made your decision to marry your spouse because they were amazing in bed. But like you mentioned, they were robotic. They were this. They, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. Or it could have been. It could have been family pressure. As could have well. been family pressure. Like, so, yeah. so to her, I would say, um, f- first off, figure that out. Why did you marry him? Now, just given based off the information that you've given, and you're asking for advice, what should you do? I really think that. Because well, now I'm wondering, how long have you known this platonic friend? You know, it's all these questions. But I would say, t- sit down and talk to your husband about at least how you feel about him being robotic, right? So if that's something that's bothering you, talk to him about that. So I would say, before you jump and, and kind of jump ship and start start dibbling and dabbling with the platonic friend, like, chat with your husband. Let him know kind of how you're feeling. And also... Let him know what it is he can do, right? So if he's robotic, like, all right, what what would you need him to do to not be as robotic? Give him a chance to kind of fix whatever you feel like is wrong. Let him know, make him aware. And then, you know, it's up to him at that point. If he wants to do it, he can. If not, you know, then it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what else do you think? What's your thoughts? So my thoughts are is that, one, when you're when you already committed to somebody mm-hmm. right and you've already said those vows it is apparent that you make that right first before you even think about deviling in into another situation mm-hmm. and what i can say is from experience when you do the opposite and you start like doing things inside of a relationship that's not right, mm-hmm. it's never gonna go well. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to create your own responses in the perfect way that it's supposed to happen. And you know, I, I can talk about the Bible and you know, whatever creation that you think about or whatever you believe in, all these things, but um a parent you know you know like like inadvertently it is what your beliefs and your values and your morals are mm-hmm. right yeah. first and foremost yeah so if you believe that your vows are spot on and they you believe in them so wholeheartedly then you need to stick with that until you are able to get out of that situational and then stay sane in a certain situation that you say that this other person mm. is, like you said, is right for you. Mm. Because sometimes we have so much lust. Yeah. And not love. Mm-hmm. And not understanding. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm. So what what would you say to those that have said vows and never really meant it? They just kind of did it in routine. And I can talk about that too. Mm-hmm. I've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't got it, girl. Don't be looking at it. <laughs> I that's what. I, but but there's and the thing is why I bring up this question is because uh, probably me and you <laughs> have been in the situ- in the situation, and that's just because we didn't know yeah right we didn't know we didn't have the knowledge we didn't have the the people to look up to for that situation yeah Yeah. but there's also a lot of girls out there that don't have they don't have that so it's like how do we stop them or put emphasis on whoever maybe 
crawls across the show and decides to listen to the end. <laughs> mm. How do we put the emphasis on these vows and or should an emphasis be put on vows and should there be guilt for wanting to get out of it? Yes. Um, all of that. And then so, <laughs> so what I want to say is one, one thing is, um, impulsiveness is a real huge situation among, um, women of color. I can't even say that it's um, across the board. Um, but can I say something to not say something? Um, women of color are the most denied women and they are the most unaccepted women on the planet and they are also the most unprotected Mm. Yeah. Women mm-hmm. in this world today. Yeah. Still. <laughs> and and I have to say that 100%. unapologetically. Mm-hmm. And I I really have to apologize to my babies and to the women that I am talking to right now because I am being very raw and unfreaking cut. But women of color are the most unprotected women of nature. And I want to give you guys a a really good understanding of this. And I know we don't have a lot of time. An African-American woman can be dropped off by an uh, African-American man. And he will skeet, skeet before she even gets out the car to get into her house protected. But if it was, and I'm not going to say it out loud, but I'm going to say it because you guys understand what I'm saying. But if it was another race that was dropped off by that same African-American man, that man would actually come out of his door, open her door, and then open the second door, and make sure that door is locked before he got back in the car to leave her and drive off. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. No. I'm I, sorry. I hear it. But but this is it, this is the thing. But that, I don't want to uh, knock the men that are no, out there I, that, I, I that do that. I understand. I understand. My husband. I there's a rarity. Yeah. Right. 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 No. So there, there are, are there are men there are. out there, but you yeah. really have no, but, to have that standard. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that all kind of goes to what are the standards that you're living up to for you know, that type of man maybe to come towards you. Exactly. And it's like, how do we attract the rarity? Exactly. And then how does the rarity teach the population? Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. What they need to know. And what should be standard. This is why I'm uplifting these words that I'm saying right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have to really pay attention Mm -hmm. to what's really happening. And the things that are um, being done, just like in the movies, in the film industry. And and guys, this is what I, I know because I'm in this industry. Is that why are we in this certain narrative when it comes to women of, or, or even people of color that is so redundant? Why can't mm-hmm. we create these different narratives mm-hmm. that are so positive? Do you blame the, <laughs> do you blame the industry for no. doing damage? I'm not, I'm, to... not blame, I'm not blaming the industry. But I'm, I'm saying, blaming like, how the do they... people that are so redundant to mm-hmm. the fact that they can't get out of this cycle. Right. But in the movie industry, do you feel that we're always, black women of color are always portrayed as that? And you, I mean, you see how people soak up, inter- like we always are soaking up entertainment or what is portrayed of us. Just like, uh, you know, back in the day, 
people from Africa thought we were all like gangsters and oh that's still now oh it's still now yeah, <laughs> yeah. so do you think the media and mm-hmm. do you think you know these movies and things like that do they have responsibility and how we're viewed and how they're pushing that narrative onto us like we can't escape it so i think from my perspective it doesn't have anything to do with women mm. it has everything to do with color Okay. Period. Because the women aren't only being naked and sexed and they got to do these certain drug dealing and fiends and um, I'm this bad mother and I'm not taking care of my kids. But these are the men that are drug dealers on the corner and shoot, shoot, shot and I'm calling it and all these things and you know all these men that aren't educated and going to school like why can't we just start these narratives on these men are going to college and making something of themselves and these women are being career oriented Mm -hmm. women that are successful like we know and love to this day why can't the movie start with that and end with a love story? Mm. Why can't it start with our babies oh growing up and okay. <laughs> in a household yeah. that's great yeah. and living up to the purpose that they're supposed to live up to? That's I true. mean, is that not real? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. I see it. This is in my life. Mm-hmm. So why are we not narrating this in our babies' movies right now and in the perspective that's on all these platforms that we're looking at and we're loving so much? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, no, I think you, that's a valid point, yeah. yo. That's a valid point. And I think, yeah. to me, I feel like if we're talking mainstream, it's going, it's more, it's going to take time and be more difficult. I would say something like that could really be pushed and will have more influence coming from the independent level on up because you have more control of what you create. Whereas if you're looking for a major to produce a film for you, you got to kind of, you don't have to, but it's it's more difficult and more challenging. they know what sells. For, yeah, because, well, they not, not it's not they know, they, they they, know what they've, sells. but they've created it. Because like what she's saying, if, if Paramount, Universal, New Line, Columbia, if, if that's how they started with film, black positivity, that would be the success. That would be the standard for success because they put it out there. Yeah. If all we if all we grew up seeing but was... It's, a, it's no, an no, agenda that's what I'm and it's a war. But that's, but, that's my, but that's what she's saying. That's my point. So that's what I'm saying. If you're dealing with a major, it's going to be a lot more difficult and challenging to portray something like that. But the independents have more control over it, more creative control of what they put out. And now we have these platforms. You can go direct to Amazon and all these mm-hmm. four people to see. Yeah. So like that's where you got to kind of like kind of flood the market in a sense. And then and then the ones who do have the I guess you could say the power to influence can then kind of bring it on up and pick it up. But um yeah, you just dropped some stuff on that one. Yeah. I know. We we kind of deflected, y'all. I'm no, sorry. No, no. This, is, this is like I mean this to, to to answer your question, ma'am, we gonna need some information. Yeah, yeah, like, like, we, we don't have I, yeah you're gonna have to give us a little bit more. Write, write to us again, yep. and let's get that yeah, other. Give us, give us the real story. I, yes. from, from what you gave, talk to your husband. First. Yeah. Just talk to him first. Give him a chance to fix whatever you feel Go like. Go to therapy right. yourself. <laughs> yes. And figure yes. out yourself. Yes. And and you know what? If you don't want to be with your husband, cool. Don't be with him. If you do want to be with your husband, cool. Be with him. Um, it's your choice. Yeah, but and you have that right. But you are smart. <laughs> you are beautiful. You are creative, and guess what, Mama? You are important. Yes, right. and that platonic friend, you don't really know everything about that friend. Yeah, the until grass you get is with that not friend. always greener so on the other side. Other yard, right? Don't mean it's gonna be as green. All right, all right. we have we're in our last 15, and I want right. to get this last craziness in. All right, all right. let's okay. do it. Are y'all. you ready? All Come right, on. 
anonymous entry again. Okay. Um, so we lost our child two years ago. Wow. Wife had a miscarriage. And at the time she discovered that she contracted. Whoa. Okay. And at that time she discovered that she contracted gonorrhea as well. Mm. I contacted a lawyer about suing the hospital. <laughs> For using dirty equipment that may have infected her. As myself and the woman I was dealing with at the same time had chlamydia, not gonorrhea. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa, hold on. No, hold no, on. I need a bit. Nope, nope. We had chlamydia, not gonorrhea. So the STI didn't come for me. <laughs> Our sex life isn't good, so she didn't get pregnant again. But I know she wants a baby. Therefore, and that's in caps, when I brought my two-month-over, sorry, <laughs> when I brought my two-month-old over for dinner, I expected her love for me and my child to overcome how the baby came into my life. What do you mean, your baby, she yelled. My wife just threw my things out the front door, my TV and games and clothes and my son's diaper bag. I left when she grabbed the knife. I'm not laughing. I've been staying with my baby mama, but I miss my wife. Sorry. This is a movie Sorry. script? No. This is a movie? Is this a movie? <laughs> I can't. Did you no, send wait, this wait, in? Wait, wait, let me finish. Did you send this in? Let me finish. My baby mama is an OnlyFans performer, and she doesn't want to be a parent right now. How do I convince my wife to accept my son and to take me back? I need your help. You 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 submit that right. That's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a movie script, right? You, so you know, a, I'm not a, even. A, I can't. Is that, even. Is that a film you working I on? Even. Is that a film you working on? But it might be. <laughs> I can probably get that together. But let's take this in drones because I have to like really understand what's happening. We only got 15 minutes. Okay. Okay. Is this a partner or a? Um, heterosexual. So they're they're heterosexual. Okay, sexual. Okay. Secondary. Okay. Sexual. Okay. So it's the man and his wife. Okay. And the OnlyFans girl. So, so the it, this is a. Um, you got a side piece. Pretty. Much. Yeah. This is a, a um, third party situation. Yeah. Yes. And the, and he said that there's no way my wife got gonorrhea for me because we have chlamydia. So, so him and the side chick have chlamydia. Yeah. And the wife had a miscarriage and found. Oh wait, 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 my bad. The wife had gonorrhea. The wife had gonorrhea. And he's like, and his, that wasn't us because we just have chlamydia. Yeah. Had chlamydia. So him and the side chick got chlamydia. So he wants to sue the hospital for giving her gonorrhea because he didn't give it to her. Right. So they, how did the him wife... and his partner only had chlamydia? So he, okay, so... So he wants to know how his wife got gonorrhea. <laughs> so That's the first what? Thing. No, he, what? he thinks the hospital used dirty equipment. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. so, so, what I want to say is sometimes we blame. Can I say that? Mm -hmm. We blame other entities for things that we don't want to be accountable for. So what I would ask mm. this person is what else were they doing besides the third party and the wife? So the husband, what else was he doing? Right. And, and this is what happens when there is a gas. Is is that what a gas leak? A, ga <laughs> a gas lighting. Okay. Yeah, gas situation yeah. that happens, mm -hmm. and or there is a point of um, misunderstanding of what you're doing, and you don't want to be honest about it because you're being very suppressant of mm. your. Okay. I'm just. Right. I mean, from that story, I see a lot of mental illness. Yes, I think there's something I, else going on. You know, I. Yeah. You know, rest in peace. Nobody ever wants to go through a, a miscarriage. Yeah. But like, how are you gonna bring a whole two month two month? Okay. Because the like, wife, like, listen, like, no, 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 no. Right, go ahead. The wife had a miscarriage two years ago, and now you're bringing home a two month old. But he mentioned that the diaper bag was in the house. Like, did he bring the diaper bag with him? 
Well, if it's when a two, well, it's a two month old. So, you're so, gonna need so, a diaper so that's bag. the thing. So, you and your side piece had chlamydia. You're suing the hospital because your you're wife, saying your, your wife, wife got, got gonorrhea, gonorrhea through the dirty equipment. So and the side piece doesn't want to be a parent, so he's she's essentially out, she's, trying to be like, "Hey, I have this two month old because you had a miscarriage." Why aren't you loving him and me? So Yo, now, 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 <laughs> me being in the, the medical the side, field. And the side piece has an OnlyFans page. Yeah. Right. So she making money on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're yes. trying to get your wife to take you back with the baby you had with the OnlyFans woman. Absolutely. And she don't want to be the mom to the baby because she OnlyFans. Now, what I understand about chlamydia and gonorrhea is those two tests are done together. Mmm. The plot. <laughs> Do it for the plot. Do it for the plot. No, it's thickened. Yeah. In the medical field, Mm. I'm just saying that when those two tests are done, they're done together. Mm. So if that were true in that certain person and they got the the two things together, together. It can totally be coinciding. So he pretty but, much is admitting to diseasing his so life. So what is what is he asking though? What's the question? Yeah, what, what's, what's he the wants real to question? know what to do because Wait, re- he needs like, to how, go how get recheck. How do I convince my wife to accept my son and take me back? Bro, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, he said, he's, and he says this: I need her help. For what? To take care of the baby. Hey, no, man, you you, you're not going to be you able gotta, to hey, do look, that. Hey, look, listen. Here, so here's my wow, advice. I feel like you're a single dad now. You're a single dad that needs to be only fanning. So you better find a feature or quality about you that you can exploit and only fan it. Because <laughs> mama is and your wife is not. She threw everything out. Bro, she threw your games out. It's a done deal. Yes, threw the and, games and, out. And, and can I say this? And grabbed a knife. Sir... That could have been a murder case. What I want to say to you is, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no. Case. What I want to say to you is, consequences have consequences, even if they're not consequential. Who hurt you as a child? They <laughs> like <laughs> who didn't like, teach you? Like what? Like what would you, literally, what you, think that this would be right? you reap what you sow. And he said that him and his wife's sex life wasn't good yeah so you're you're telling me that in your mind that oh man i love my wife sex ain't good let me go to this only fans chick have and a child my wife miscarried two years ago it only makes sense to have a child with this only fans because the sex is great and but then bring you're this gonna child get for my wife to be responsible for and you, know you, and, ain't and you got baby. two other situationals on top of that child and you know the lord that he will give you. Well, let me tell you, he's probably gonna get some good child support from the mom, though. <laughs> Man, <laughs> With listen, her OnlyFans page, like, uh, you know. The fact that I'm you even saying. expected, like, okay, I'll say that you you took a risk and you were pretty bold to go back to the wife to even proposition her with being responsible for your two month old. Be glad she only, didn't stab your ass. Like you lucky she didn't make it <laughs> to you in time. Glad. Be like, glad you didn't you stop. You better be glad she well, just threw the game out. She could have stopped your she ass. She could have destroyed the I'm game. I'm glad you had the smarts to leave when she grabbed the knife because you would have been on those documentaries that I love watching. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah, be yeah. another statistic, my brother. Oh, you already are. Yeah. So is... now it's like you need therapy. That poor child needs to be probably adopted by somebody else. Oh, my God. I wouldn't say that. I'm going to say yeah, my I'm advice to say. you is... Start your own OnlyFan page. Get advice from your baby mom. Start your page. No, use see, that that's a, no. Use that money to take that's, care of the kid. That kid needs a better home. A better, hashtag better home. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> hey. Hashtag my parents fucked up. Yep. I'm going to tell Manon, stop sending in your scripts. For <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice script. That'll make a great film. No. I mean, TV if you want to contact me. I'm going to go ahead and copyright that question. Yeah. DM me, Manas Salvador. We will get that movie going. Right. I think that might be a one that somebody. I want. Needs I want to play. I want to play the doctor in this scene yes. because I want to hear this whole story and see my face. Like what? We can do it. What? We can do it. What? Okay. Huh. Hello. Yeah. I want to be there for. What is going? Ah. Uh, yeah. I want to be that, that person. One. Okay. Oh yeah. Or like the the sister. Like. like 
and you thought this was okay? What? Like, yes. I just need to be the confused no. one in this yeah. situation because I have all the faces. Yes. I'm making all the faces I got now. You. So, I got yeah, you. I have all the faces. The so, only... we might be able to make money off right. of this. <laughs> But it has all your the child, maybe we can because yeah, the child we can start deserves a, start a that scholarship money. for your child. Yes, start a scholarship for your child. Or something yeah. like OnlyFan yeah. Me Kid. Like, yeah, that no, <laughs> we wait. Yeah, might be an app. That girl. Ooh. Fun my OnlyFan Me Kid. Only Fan Me Kid. Yeah. Fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, shout us out on if you guys want an OnlyFan Me Kid fun. App, Lord. <laughs> Lord, look what we done started. But we done started yeah, it. That's yeah. wild. We might have something going. My yeah. Wife and I not getting along in the bedroom, sleeping around, or her having. Oh, you don't have to read no. else. And no. Bring you got no. three. No. You got three. Yeah. Can you give me advice to get her to like? Oh man, yo, just yeah, be grateful. Just, that just you let, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Just like my son sings <laughs> now. Yeah. Then my daughter sings it all the time. But yeah, (laughs) but yeah, (laughs) Um, but yeah, that was silly, and um, that I I mean I have nothing else to say to that. So, and on a positive note, therapy, therapy, and therapy. There you go. We shall overcome. We shall three times. But yeah, thank you guys for hanging out with us and joining us. Hope you got some laughs. I hope you got some wisdom. And uh, send us your stories, or if you see something on Facebook, send that to us too, or Instagram, whatever. Yeah, email I... us. So if you if if, if you have a situational, nah. if you have a situational that you may be going through, right, and you would like for us to speak on it, or if you would yep. like for advice from us, email us at ty with jazz. So t y with j a s at gmail.com. We'll get it, we'll read over it, bring it on the show and talk about it. Right. You know, Manaj, we want to thank you for joining us and being here with us yes. and, and dropping your wisdom and things of that nature. Right. And Sharing Manaj, your words with us. where can people find you? So you can find me at Manaj Salvador on Instagram, Sounds by Manaj on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at beautifulmoon. Dot com. You can also find me on NM1 as Manaz Salvador. Um, and then you can IMDB me also on Manaz Salvador. Awesome. Can, can, you, uh, can you just spell Manaz so they can know? M-A-H-N-A-Z-S-A-L-V-A-D-O-R. Hit me up, you guys. And I'm on Spotify also and all on all platforms. If you want to hear my new single, Undivided Attention. Awesome. Look me up. Awesome. Well, we definitely appreciate you joining us in our heretics. I don't even know if that's a word. It just sounds horrible. Heretics. But um, so we're wishing you guys a very happy 2024. Yep. We hope. We wish you all the abundance, all the manifestations, all the things. And we appreciate you listening. And as always, we are always hashtag, hashtag, rooting for love. We are rooting for you. And if you need help, hit us up. We got you. Got you. So, yeah. uh, And with that, we'll just sign off and say, look, thank you for listening to the Rooting for Love podcast with Ty and Jazz's episode. We have Manaj Salvador come through actress entertainer dancer choreographer uh singer so uh look her up check us out follow and we look forward to hearing your story thank you right oh and then uh, side note send us some wine oh yeah we will shout your wine we're open for in actually any alcohol i'm not gonna be wine whiskey beer uh no we drink it all but send us it and we'll shout it out and hey if you want to be on the show Hit us up as well. Right. Right. Peace. Peace. Ooh.